welcome to the Dragonheart Ascension podcast with Sonia, where we mediate for innovative quantum solutions as the Dragonheart Light Council in preparation for Mother Gaia and Humanity's Ascension in 2029. First thing that I got when you were talking about the triple sun, I drew this, let's say, and it was like, here's a sun, and then there's a sun inside the sun, like a smaller circle, and mm-hmm. then another sun inside that sun, which is smallest circle. Okay. They're all different colors. I don't know what the colors were, but that might be something that you can add to it. I don't know. And then just like sunbursts coming out of it in all directions, basically. Then the first thing I saw inside, I went inside myself and I saw myself inside and I was a young man, perhaps in my late 20s, early 30s. It's like it told me that's what my soul being looks like. I might look like a 72-year-old, white-haired, older fellow on this earth plane, but the real me is pretty young. And... Perhaps in my late, like I said, perhaps my late 20s, early 30s, uh, that is the real being inside me. And then I put the commander. It looked like I was wearing a a Palladian starship uniform, and it had a, is the tetrahedron the, the Star of David symbol? Yes. Okay. It had a, a tetrahedron symbol on my uniform. I actually got a message from that commander, basically. Color red is covering the globe. And on board our starship, we are sending energy to transform that red hue that are being energized by those that are trying to control those of the light on the planet Earth to transform to the highest frequencies of light that are suggested and emanating from the source. We're with you in your highest goals of peace, love, and benefit of entire universe. We're joining with you to combat the deadly emanations that are taking place on your planet, the beloved Earth planet, the machinations of the governments of your world through, through not only biological weapons and the viral diseases and the vaccines to control and transform and keep the populace from ascending will not be successful. We're working with you on the ground support and ascension protocol and timeline to be successful and fruitful on your world. We do this on a level that is not interrupting the universe free will precepts, but is adding strength to the knowledge that you and we share in our hearts and souls with you for universal galactic peace and love in the fifth dimensional reality that you are stepping into. 
We're here for you and we will assist you in combating the negative energetics that are being forced upon your humanoid existence. We love you as fellow space brothers and sisters of the stars. You're transforming Earth being a beautiful star in her own right. As I said before, the negative governmental programs will not be successful on your planet as they have not been successful on other home worlds in the past. We are one with you and support you completely. Just remember, the fear that they are trying to get you to believe in is merely an illusion, and it will not be successful. We are of the light. We are of love. We are of energetic peace throughout. That's what I got. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, Commander. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who would like to go next? First, I've never felt the code so powerfully in my life. What I'm sensing is that as the strength and power of the four of us is expanding, I really felt it start to expand, I think, last week or the session before, I don't recall. And it's exponential. So I had a huge buzz when we finished, significantly more than I ever have around the codes. The first thing that came to me was you have entered a new realm. And really, the experience of the codes was, again, to be redundant, significantly more than I've experienced before. So then I asked the question, what does this mean? And all I heard is it will make itself apparent. And then I heard there is a deepening in your own knowing. And this is referring to these kinds of movies, these fantastic, sensationalized stories. There is a deepening in your own knowing, partly that in all these fantastic stories, yours and everyone else's reality your true reality dims even these fantastic figures and stories you know who and what we really are and then i heard each of these sessions our sessions will increase the energetic exponentially with our allowance and then there next thing that came in this paradox it is a time to embrace your joy and fun in the most focused, intentionalized way that you can. So rather can you, than- Can you say that one more time? <clears throat> it is time to embrace your joy and fun in the most focused, intentionalized way that you can. As I'm saying that, the intention is very profound, which means that on a deeper level to my way of knowing, that's the way out of the enclosure. So it's not why you're experiencing things that <clears throat> give you joy, whatever they are. There may be a sense of being carefree, which is wonderful. 
and that's part of the freedom. And yet there is an intentionalized commitment to that. And that intentional commitment of energy is one of the major freedom factors. And then I was thinking about some of these movies and it said what came through was start seeing who your allies are, regardless of their individual intentions. You might have some of these people who are writing some of these movies and they're thinking, okay, they're not thinking on a deeper level or just thinking people seem to like this kind of stuff and blah, 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 blah. Doesn't matter. What matters is the energetic behind it. <clears throat> and it's regardless of their individual intentions, <clears throat> excuse me, it's what they are producing, the messages behind it. And then it was practice aligning with the energy behind these inspirations. And they could be all types of positive love expanding activities that we want to align with. And there don't have to be these big, fantastic productions. It could be the smile of a stranger. It could be a puppy. Anywhere from those things to the production of a Marvel movie that hires 15,000 people to tens of thousands of people around the world protesting for freedom. It's um, identify and connect with the energy supporting freedom. The individual manifestations aren't as important. And so the way to affect a different outcome has always been and will continue to be love, a profound state. And it may be initiated by the emotion of feelings of love, but it's not the emotion. It is a state of love beyond emotion. That is what is being referred to. And then I just had to add in the acronym that I received many years ago for fun, and which is Freedom Union Now, my stuff for today. Very profound. And it's interesting because I'll go back to the first image that I had in a moment, but once that image had passed where my mind went to is I have always been able to see through movies. Like we could watch the Muppets movie and it tells like a profound deep level of truth throughout that movie. I can watch Winnie the Pooh and I can find the story. I can watch the Twilight series and I can find the story of truth. And it just had me thinking back to that. Oh, that would have been nice to capture all those thoughts into essays when I was first discovering this ability to see the light through the stories that were being told to us. And now reflecting on it and thinking from how my perspective has matured some to see that these aren't just stories of truth that's being told. There's also specific stories that are being told to us throughout this. And I just put it on another level, but the vision of the Twilight series in Vampires was the last vision that came to my mind before I brought my attention back to the vision that started all of this. And the vision that came to me was of a sacred heart. So a heart, an actual heart shape with the sacred fire coming from it, not an anatomical sacred heart. And the heart was being made from 
hands, like a person's hands being put together into the heart shape and the flames coming up. And in this part of the heart down at the thumbs was a green emerald jewel, but cut like a traditional diamond cut, but in that shape. So it held the emerald at the tips of the thumbs, the flames came up and they went up over the face, which was not seen, but the eyes were closed and the third eye was open. So that was the first image that came to me. And I recognize that as I come to these sessions, I know that part of the intention is to, of course, help to shift and impact the world collectively through the energy that we're we're tapping into, but also to help us to get more clear on our own individual purposes and what we are to be doing with ourselves between these sessions. And I can really see how my mind takes me there. I'm going through that next level of really healing and reconciling with the ego, like moving past this general radical acceptance of self that I have these flaws and that one day they may shift to understanding, no, the flaws are me and there's nothing that needs to shift, but just taking my own teachings into that deeper level with it. So I can see that my desire to know what to do with myself, it doesn't any longer come from this place of, oh, cause I need to make money or I better figure things out. Or there's so many people that I need to help or whatever. It really comes from this place that Bennett so aptly pointed to of I've created space in my life to follow my passion in every moment. And I know that I'm still removing some non-serving habits out of my life that weren't for my highest good. Like I don't binge on Netflix anymore. Doesn't mean I can't get lost in a series of really great podcasts, but I don't binge on Netflix anymore. So just seeing this kind of a roundabout way of just saying that I can see that what my desire to know what's that best next move for me doesn't come from just what does Chrissy need to do with herself, but this is how Chrissy lives out that bigger thing that we came together to help to shift and to move and to allow and to be stewards of this new earth, this new world that we're, we're in the process of currently creating and people like us are already firmly living here, even though we have to dip into that other world every now and again. I got a flood of just insights that I will further sit with because that was part of the insights as well. It's not, oh, this is the answer and I'll go run with it. It is continue to check in with myself and I'll be guided on what to do. And if I'm not being disciplined in that sense of taking that time with myself on a daily basis, of course, I don't know what to do. And there's nobody that I can go to to have these conversations like, hey, you guys know me. What do you think I should be doing with my life? That doesn't help. That's not the point of it. The point is to be still with myself, trust myself, move forward, all stuff that I know. And I've been living into and integrating all these decades to arrive to a point of more clearly getting that this go round. So I love that you shared Bennett that to embrace the joy and fun and be just more focused and intentional, because that's like exactly the same kind of essence that I got as I'm revisiting all this past stuff that I've created. And what good is that? This is my constant consideration. What good is all this greatness that I've created in the world if it's not reaching the masses because of business, right? As I'm revisiting a catalog of all the courses and information and everything that's 
flooding through there, I realized that's my state of play. That is my fun. That is, that's my air. That's my life. So why wouldn't I be spending my time on a daily intentional focused basis to bring more of that out into the world? It's because I've been indoctrinated with this idea of business and what has to be done and what should be done, which of course y'all know you've witnessed my journey. I've been healing myself radically of that to now for three years. I've had my husband home full time. I do very little work and yet the everything that we need is still here for us. So I'm getting to that point of like, okay, very little work is fun and great and cool, but when I do work, I want to be intentional and have it be just as fun and cool and not have that funky infiltrated version of work and discipline and focus and all that. Um, So I had some really cool inspirations that came through that again, I'm going to revisit and go back to. And in part of my, what was coming through at the time too, I also had this vision of like this clear understanding is all this stuff. Cause I'm revisiting in my mind, the energy of the power shift series and whatever else. Right. And I'm realizing or getting this image that came through as well of the world splitting into two and that this is how this new world works is moving and healing those last remnants of continued conversation of pay attention, wake up over to this is what you do regardless and this is what you do when you're awake and this is what you do when you're asleep and this is the way that those that are splitting away from that conversation this is the conversation to have and that's what i've been craving for the past year and a half is we've all been having the wrong conversation when we get dipped into that rabbit hole of what's going on out there physically in the world but how do we make that transition over to the conversations that i want to be having like how do you live in this world and i feel like all that energy that kind of came through in this session is going to allow that to become more clear on how to take all this amazing stuff that i've created and allow it to be more accessible while still providing for my family and all of that. And yeah, I'm really feeling this image comes to me. So I feel like I should say it when you picture like the image, like the outline image of a peach, how it's got two sections. It's like a circle and then another half circle that's coming off of it. That's the image that comes to my mind is this peach. And every time I see this peach symbolism used in our world, I'm like, is that really a peach? Or is it a showing of the world splitting into two? So yeah, you're now plagued with the peach image as well because I've shared it with you. (laughs) So whenever you see a peach, you're going to be like the world splitting into two. This is the reminder of it. And that's what I got. So thank you for listening to all Dividing as a cell. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's like cell division. But is it really the division or is it just the division within yourself? Because it's a transformation into something new. It's peachy keen. Yeah, that's not really, that's not really a, a division. It's a paradox. You are turning yourself inside out. It's like a seed growing into a new life. It's funny that you said Parietal that field. because I said, wait a minute, the pit, you take the peach apart so you can grow a new world out of the pit. Yeah, another abundant world that makes tons of new worlds. I think <laughs> that division and then coming back home like if that that's the key for me 
then it's not to continue to be this healer, this fixer out in the world. It's just to continue the conversation of getting inside yourself and doing that on a regular basis. And that's the world to focus on. And that's the healing to be had is one, the separation, the illusion of separation, and also the realizing that you are, the creation happens with you, argue if you're the creator or being created through, but you get it, what I'm saying here. Yeah. That's what my whole book is about. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to add something. A different perspective is every one of us is an embodiment of one or more archetypes. We are focused energy of an archetype or certain blend of archetypes. And it's my knowing that as we surrender more to divine nature, that's what's occurring. So in this group, in this four, when we first started getting together, I mentioned, I wasn't the only one to mention this, but I mentioned that there's a time that is spent in the energies kind of feeling each other out, feeling themselves out, stepping into the water, whatever metaphors you want to use to get to a point like a muscle. You're on a diet and you're working out and it doesn't look like much has changed and all of a sudden the cumulative work starts manifesting. So that's what's going on. And so each of us is representative of an archetypal energetic and that on a much deeper level we are all acutely aware of so i I encourage the the expression in all of us and that's part of the fun because the more aligned you are with whatever that energetic is it's liberating and the brilliance of creation is that the more enjoyment you have, the more service you provide. Say it one more time. The more enjoyment, focused enjoyment, tensionalized enjoyment you have personally, the more service you ultimately provide to the greater good. And since there is no separation, it makes perfect sense. I seem to represent one kind of perspective in our foursome here and they all coincide, but that's what's so interesting. And that's, what's exciting as we are finally being given keys to the executive lock room (laughs) or the executive, whatever. And that's what all these months have been in terms of us sharing like this. It's beginning, for me anyway, it's beginning to have a much more of a palpable, true representation of each of our archetypal energies. My sharing is short and sweet. The sun is spinning in rainbow colors in the center of the diamond. Light arms are extending from it, creating a vortex going in seems to be gathering the dark energies and burning them up, emerging as points of light, like a field of stars that are growing in size and brightness. 
they too are assembling into diamond formations as a grid of light. I see it encompassing the planet. The masters are holding a ring past knot around the planet. This is preventing the 5G network from being activated. I command in the name of Sophia that this ring pass not be kept in effect until Mother Earth's ascension. I hear yes. I see the cosmos Christ with the rainbow over the grid, blessing it. I see an energy growing in the center of Mother Earth. It starts out as a black hole and then turns into a sun. The sun is growing. She becomes a sun. All is purified in the process. This is a new earth. She is a beacon of light in the cosmos, a new creation holding the keys for the cycle of expansion of consciousness for humanity and the cosmos, a great celebration in the heavens, a victory of light over shadow. No shadow can survive in this light. We are free. I'm pretty much complete and I'm sitting there and I feel my dragon horn activated. <laughs> and then I wanted to share that, I might've shared this story before, but when I first started using the light language that I use today, I was sun gazing. My prayer for that day was for healing for mother earth. And all of a sudden I started seeing lightning bolts in the sky. There were some dark clouds, but there was these white billowist clouds above the dark clouds. And there's this lightning going on above it. And there's this Adonis being smiling over the darkness. And after I said my prayer and was chanting the codes, gazing at the sun, this increased, this activity increased. And all of a sudden this dark cloud was so big and dark that you couldn't tell the mountain from the clouds. It was that was blended into one and this deluge of, of, you know, how when the clouds rain, you get this drip <laughs> that was so thick. You, like I said, you couldn't see the clouds from the mountain. And I knew that this was a, a beautiful blessing for the earth and that it was connected to my prayer. And then later that day, maybe an hour later, I was walking at home and I, I could see the Adonis figure over the dark again smiling down on the earth with the sun coming down. It was just showing to me how powerful the codes are, especially with sun gazing. And that's why I had you visualizing yourself going into the sun and being the sun for this work today. Bennett, what you experience today is what I feel all the time when I work with the codes. I am like... <laughs> Turn on all the time. <laughs> so expect a lot of energy today because we, these are, <laughs> so that's my sharing. Thank you everyone for being here today and working with the codes with me and feeling the power of them. All this information is going to be in my new book. These practices that I'm doing are going to be a true blessing for humanity. The more people who get involved and start using these codes, they're going to really be life-saving for people. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dragon Heart Ascension podcast. If you want to learn more about the 12 stages of Ascension, then download a copy of my ebook, 
Christ Codes, The Ascension Mastery. Go to ChristCodes.com to get your copy now.